Kyle here with Cutting Through the Noise. Today we talked with Josh Quick, senior designer, illustrator, creative, and most recently, a book publisher. So congratulations to Josh. We talked a ton about how that process works, going from idea to finished product, and we talk about the Montana book tour that he's uh, heading out on in a couple months. So really exciting stuff. I know that you're going to enjoy this episode. If you're out there and you're thinking, you know, I have these skills that I've been developing, I'm not exactly sure how to harness them into a career or into, you know, or how to monetize them. Josh gives some really sound and, uh, and great advice on, on that topic. So everybody enjoy the episode. We're live with Josh Quick. Josh, thank you so much for joining us here on Cutting Through the Noise. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah. I'm glad to be here. Really psyched to have you. Yeah. Um, we've been talking a little bit before the mics were hot. Right. And, you know, we got we got into talking about where each of us was from. And I guess for our listeners out there, would you mind just introducing yourself and giving, the, giving a little bit of background yeah. about kind of how you, how you landed here? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so my name's Josh Quick. I'm, a, uh, I'm an illustrator here in town, uh, but uh, I draw all over the, the, the U.S. I have, I have different gigs there, and then I work full-time actually at a software company, and uh, I have the hardest time trying to figure out what title I am, but I, I would say it's a senior designer. Um, but, uh, they, don't, yeah. they don't give you a title there. That, that's the title that's they've the, given me, but oh, like, gotcha. we, okay. it's a smaller – I mean, we, we're doing really well, but um, – it's smaller, so you, you know how it is. Like you're kind sure. of doing a lot of stuff, and uh, but luckily, yeah. luckily for me, and it's all in the visual realm. So, so there'll be coding or, uh, you know, drawing or animation, uh, all kinds of different parts to it, which is it's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's exciting. I yeah. know what you mean, though. A senior designer on a team of five looks different than a team of fifty. Exactly. So no, no, you're, you you totally nail it. You're like, oh yeah, I'm a senior. Hmm. Right. I, like, I'm up there. I've, you know, I've yeah. put in my time. I know my yeah. stuff. They're like, yeah, Josh, you've been here. You've been here the longest. How about that? <laughs> I'm like, oh, sweet. Okay, we can do that. Congre- you have tenure. Is what yeah, they're saying. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. So anyways, that, that's yeah. that's where I'm at presently. Um, and I've, I've been a designer since I was 16. So I've been doing this uh, a long time. It's just it. It's something I've always just I've been gravitated to since the beginning. And it, I, I'm very lucky like it. I knew that that's what I wanted from the beginning. Um, and I've had a lot of friends who have struggled with, you know, throughout their lives trying to figure out where they fit. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just feel really lucky for that. Uh, and I think my passions lie a lot within the illustration realm, but, you know, I, I've grown a lot in the past few years, especially since I started working in software. I've learned so much, um, yeah, in a, in a lot of different spaces. I know that's pretty vague, but yeah, yeah, no, that's that's interesting. And maybe it'd be it'd be cool to start at the beginning when you say I knew from the beginning that this oh, is what I want to do. Right. And so, what does the beginning look like when at age sixteen you're thinking, Oh yeah, you know, I kind of I kind of got this I got this bug and yeah. it's this design thing, and I'm kind of into it. And what what did that look like? Was it a was it a yeah. teacher? Was it a class that you took, or was it just uh, appreciation for? Yeah. Something else. Well, I so just to go back even a little farther is uh, so my folks moved here uh, from bigger cities, and I think that they're what you would call a back to, back to landers, mm-hmm. and back to landers are folks who you know in the '60s and '70s like they're like I live in Long Beach, I live in San Diego, but I want to live in a more rural 
area and Montana was where they where they were gravitated to. So they moved to uh, first they moved to Idaho, which is where I was born, and then mm-hmm. they moved to Missoula. And I think my dad chose Missoula because of uh, Montana Public Radio. Like he got a really? signal, he got a signal in Council Idaho, which is where I was born, like 500 people, and he was like, you know, Missoula sounds pretty great. Like they have, they're doing stuff over there. So yeah. so we ended up here, and then when we first moved here, classic, my, my folks uh, built a cabin in Nine Mile. So it was my, my brother, me, my folks, we had a cabin in the woods, they had a. They actually had a regular house like in town, but they had bought some property for pretty cheap out in Nine Mile, and they were like, "We're gonna build this." And my point is, the the whole time that they were doing that, I was too young to do anything. I just drew pictures. So like, yeah, you're not hauling a piece of lumber up to the roof. No, and <laughs> no, and they were nice. So having all that alone time, and I had friends that would come out once in a while, but like, I I learned how to entertain myself by drawing. And I think that's where it started. And then as I got older, I learned that, um, yeah, I could just constantly entertain myself by doing that. And then mm-hmm. I guess as a, when I hit 16, I learned about graphic design. I was like, oh, you can, you know, classically, you can do this uh, for a living. Yeah. And my first real graphic design job that, that was for uh, World Boards in Bozeman, Montana. And I drew some uh, stickers for them, wow. and they they traded me a snowboard and some bindings for it. And I was like, "Man, this is like the greatest That's thing." That's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> "That's a great trade back, of services right there." Yeah, for stickers, man. Like yeah. back then, uh, I bet a setup was like five hundred bucks. And I was At like, "Man, least. this is great!" Like, like I a just brand new snowboard. They didn't just dust this thing off. No. from the this is a brand new snowboard. Yeah, wow. And, and I so think they were. I really think that they were being like. I mean, they were nice. They're nice people still. It's still the same owners, but I think they were, in some ways, I think they were kind of inspiring me. Like, like go for it. Like, yeah. you can. We can do this. Like, yeah, that's a. It's it's interesting because the owner's not. You know, it wasn't your cousin. It wasn't your uncle. Like this is uh-uh. for more for, it was a stranger. It was a stranger for somebody sure. that yeah. somebody that sort of validated this idea that you had that maybe this skill that I've acquired is worth something. I'm going to test this out. Yeah, and it was validated. You got this brand new snowboard. Yeah, I got and and yeah, and it was crazy because I think the process to getting to that point, like I might have told some friends how I got my equipment, but it kind of uh, became like a little secret to me, like that mm. I had done this thing that I enjoyed doing and I got something else for it that I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, it, it was kind of like a fun little secret I had for myself. And yeah, but I would tell, I told people that were closest to me about it and stuff. But Now when you get somebody that comes to you and says, uh, <laughs> I enjoy drawing, I enjoy illustrating, I, I enjoy graphic design. Right. Uh, and maybe they're in high school or in college and they're, they're yeah. not sure what direction to go. Yeah. It seems like that, you know, that Josh that traded the illustration for the snowboard might have some good advice for that person. Yeah. So what kind of advice would you give to someone in those shoes? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, wow, that's a big one. Uh, So I have to say this is that, like, like I do work with uh, kids in Helena a little bit, kids that are creative. Um, Their teachers will have them give me a call and ask that exact question. So I'm kind of reaching into that a little bit. And I think what I usually 
I usually tell them that creativity doesn't just lie in the drawing, um, that they can use it for a lot of things. Like, and I think that people that are born artists should follow through on, on their passion, but they should also be aware that that creativity leans into a bunch of different realms. It's not just about whether or not you can draw like a superhero. Mm-hmm. And you should draw, su- like, I'm always like, you draw that superhero, it's great. Right. But you can use this for a number of things. So, like, you could become an architect. You could become an illustrator. You could become a graphic designer. You could become, like, the head programmer of such and such because it mm-hmm. takes creativity to figure things out, you know? Yeah. So. Um, That's good advice. I typically tell kids that, and I also tell them to enjoy themselves, like, to not stress themselves out too much about it because a lot of these kids that I encounter – are perfectionists and and that's cool uh but that's not what i mean you don't need to be perfect you know yeah it's okay like it's a tough thing for some personality types to to put out something that's not perfect yeah that is uh can you relate to that at all yeah i think i've i I read about uh reed hoffman of linkedin okay and he is quoted as saying something along the lines of you're not like sick to your stomach at the first draft that you sort of put out to the world, oh, wow. like you're moving yeah. too slow. Like you should be, wow. you should be uncomfortable with that first draft because you just have to iterate. Yeah. Um, and I think entrepreneurs in general, sort of the ready fire aim instead of ready aim fire or wait, what is it? Ready? Yeah. Ready aim fire. You sort of ready fire and then aim once the, yeah, yeah. in the, That's in the air. Yeah, the, there's a lot of metaphors here that you could kind of draw on, but yeah, yeah, no, like it, building a parachute on the way down, right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> Those types and, of things. But I think, I mean, there is something to be said that that does work for some people. I mean, I I could see that, but because it's it's so stressful, you know, mm-hmm. and life is hard enough, right? Like you don't need to like, yeah, you want the control over, you know, hey, I, I want to put this out, and it's got to be right. Yeah, absolutely, and I and. I'll be the first, you know, okay, this is a little cliche, but uh, mistakes are painful. They can be painful, but they're so good. They're so good for us. Like, mm-hmm. it, don't get me wrong. There are some mistakes that are not good for us, but sure. like. Uh, don't make those ones. Yeah. yeah <laughs> right. Try not to make those ones, but you're never going to learn quicker no. than when you make a huge mistake. and Right. Encountered right. something today that I was like, "Holy cow! I can't believe I just did that." And so, yep. Do you ever think about how your life would have been different if, out at Nine Mile, instead of a notepad and drawings, you had an iPad in your hand? Oh man, that's how that's that really have, good. How would that have been different? Where would you be today? Same place? Yeah, I, that's really tough. I have to say that that. The ability, this is something I look at illustrators now, especially younger illustrators, or people that, not just younger illustrators, but people that just get into artwork, is that, like, there's so much connection now, like, other people instantly see your work, which is good and bad. Almost in real time. It's in, everything's <laughs> in real time, and mm-hmm. uh, I just have to say this, is that I'm grateful, and I don't know any better, but I'm grateful that I learned to draw without satisfying other people. Like it was for me at that Mm -hmm. time. Nobody else cared. Nobody else knew about it. And like, 
and I think that there's power in that. Like it, and I have uh, illustration friends that are similar age and similar backgrounds, and like they will just draw. Nobody even knows what they're up to. Like they don't share it on their social media. Don't get me wrong; they do share their work on social media. Sure. But um, I love the idea of that. I uh, this is kind of long winded, but but there's this this story. Uh, there's a there was a professional skateboarder named Tom Penny. Okay. And Tom Penny wrote Flip Skateboards, which is an international skateboard company. And anyways, he was like golden child, like one of the most amazing pro skateboarders of all time, could do anything. This was during the 90s. Okay. And then he just drops off the map. Nobody knows what happened to him. Some people thought they got addicted to drugs or like, you know, things that happen to professionals that are in the spotlight. And, uh, Anyways, the story goes, and I, I'm, I'm almost positive this is a totally true story. They found him skateboarding in a barn in France. Like, he just disappeared, yeah, he did, turned up. Yeah, man, he, was, uh, he, just moved, he just dropped out of the scene yeah. and went to rural life. And he skateboarded because he loved skateboarding. I mean, I'm sure he loved yeah. the, uh, you know, the attention. We all do. I'm sure there was part of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But like he kind of just went back to that's really the basics, and I'm sure there are other parts too. He was getting older. He he didn't want to you know fade out. Like he wanted to just sure. disappear, you know. But wow. Anyways, I, I find that beautiful, and I I use social media. I love social media, and I and I don't want to get too deep into it. But like, there is something to be said about doing something that's private, you know. Mm-hmm. Like if you're a runner, like going for a long run, and um, doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be on an app. race, right? Or yeah, yeah, right. You don't have to record it. Yeah, you don't have to show it to people. But I, again, that's for other people. I'm just. This is my own opinion, and this is for me, you know. Mm-hmm. But there's a beauty to that, you know. I think there is a lot of noise in the world, and so finding some of that quietness can be. Yeah. Can be difficult. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what blows me actually. So um, when you're talking about cutting through the noise, that's a lot of what I encounter like when I'm looking for stuff or trying to find something there's so much out there at once that it's just like mm-hmm. I can't find the thing because I get so easily distracted yeah and I'm like what is what is that so just to bring it back though nine mile there were no distractions right no you know and that that was the only way I got halfway decent at what I was doing and that's another part to it too is like getting good at things takes so much focus you know and practice practice and passion and you know yeah 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 for sure there's a book deep work by cal newport i've heard of that book yeah he talks about an author that was having trouble writer's block couldn't finish this book and so he booked he went online and he found the longest flight that he could find okay because he found that when he got into an airplane and he had to sit in this chair for or seat for you know 12 hours however long this flight to Singapore or wherever it was uh, happened to be that he could you know if even if he tried to get on the airport air, airplane Wi-Fi it's gonna be terrible we've all been there mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but also there there's just no distractions like you, you you just have to sit there and if you can't sleep what are you gonna do well I'm gonna write this book That's and so I thought that was kind of neat I, yeah. I, that resonated with me because I've been on an airplane before and it's one of the few times that I'll just 
grab a notebook, you know, and start writing things down with a pen and paper. Yeah. Um, so I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we need that like as a species, you know, like, again, this is my opinion, but like, you don't really need to know everything at one, you know, or mm -hmm. I don't at least like, I don't, you know, sometimes it's okay to just kind of sit. You think of like, if, if you're trying to find an answer, you don't have to find a certain and you can just sit with it for a little while. Right. Sure. Let you know. the let the ambiguity or unknown rest. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Like the world's not going to end. Right. Uh, but uh, you know, I'm not anti. You know, search engines. Sure. Anything. Sure. I just you know, that's just something I'm I'm trying. I personally am working with. I'm trying to work on is, is to be less distracted and. Well, it seems like you're doing a good job because I know a lot of people that have said in their lifetimes, I think I'm, I want to write a book. Oh yeah. And you, my friend, have written a book. Oh, yeah, yeah. For those on the video, we're going to show the book here. This is Montana Quick Facts, 100 Surprising surprising and Strange Facts about Montana, written and illustrated by Josh Quick. So talk to us about where the seed for this idea started. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, thanks. Um, so I have a book at home called uh, Random Facts, Big Book of Random Facts. And I love it. It's it tells you all the strange things about different foods in the world, different people in the world. And I thought I could draw this. Like I could actually draw a fact and just combine two sentences with a fact. Oh, and that's I, interesting. And I think I was I was entertained by it. I guess. And I started to share it on Instagram. So, you know, I started with I'll give you like an example like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like the cause of Lyme disease was discovered at Rocky Mountain Laboratories in Hamilton, Montana. Like, uh, that's... Who would have ever known that? No, yeah, I mean... And here's this disease that is, is catastrophic. It kills a lot of people, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a... It's not... Yeah, and it, it, it's... And it started right here in Montana. Well, I guess it didn't start here, but yeah, it discovered. Yeah, but the cause of it, yeah, for sure. And um, So that's just sort of an example of like... a. A fact that I didn't know, I guess. And I, I'm sure some folks did know, but I, and so, and then I was able to draw a visual that went along with it, which was a like a diagram, like an infographic with it. Anyways, um, as I was sharing on social media, I had friends that were like, uh, "Where are all these?" Like uh, a good example is like a uh, a local software company here in town said hey we're onboarding new people like are these compiled somewhere because we want to share this with people that come here from out of state oh, yeah. to know how cool montana is because they may not have any ideas about montana and i was like no i don't have these like <laughs> you can go through all my instagram stuff right. or like i can share you share with you a pdf <laughs> and i think that was the part that kind of i was like oh this is uh this is a product like this is something people would actually enjoy uh, in a compilation format in a totally. physical format and in a digital format if they want it and that's where the book came to me and it was also related like I brought up earlier this random facts book that I have I'm like I love this book I read it all the time mm -hmm. and I read most of my books uh, on my Kindle but like I I also uh, love the tactile feel of physical objects like yeah. books and uh so I had to produce it that way. And um, 
Yeah, and it's so it, it was only I put it out. Uh, it's at local bookstores here in Missoula uh, starting this week, and I dropped those off, and that that's been awesome. That's super cool, and, and people can find it online also. Yep, for sure. Yep, if they just search Montana Quick Facts, you'll Montana find it. Montana Quick Facts, you'll find it right there. Yeah, and the response has been awesome. I'm gonna have a, um, I'm gonna have uh, an event, uh, book signing over Fact and Fiction in Missoula. Oh, awesome. And my friend Nate's gonna play some Montana songs. He's from Montana. Nate Beal, he's awesome, uh, and it'll just be a thing. Yeah. And then we'll do a book tour across the state i'm gonna do uh bozeman to billings and then great falls and helena and you know Super all cool. those things yeah yeah and just get oh, them in the stores great. yeah it's it's awesome Read it's some been facts, fun. definitely this might be a funny question but the the feel of this book is really great i'm wondering Thanks. how much input you know you read those stories about steve jobs and you know they give him the the macbook and he's like this needs to be a pound lighter and throws it at the designers and this this key these keys need to be a certain way yeah, and right. there's a million stories about this but did you go through that process with the feel of the book in general or was it was it less involved in that i think the involvement that i had with it was uh i, I chose a matte finish on it because I, I can't stand glossy yeah uh for books i've never liked it very much yeah so. it's really nice it's just got a but I, feel to it. but I am learning about products like, okay, for instance, like this is a black book there. Right. It is so easy to get a smudge or some weird. It is. Yeah. And, already. And like, like, my hands are clean, Josh. I swear. No, I yeah. no, it's fine. It doesn't bother <laughs> me. I, but I, but I've actually, um, like one, a, a local store was like, uh, Hey man, you dropped off some books that have weird stuff on them. And I was like, Oh no. And I, so <laughs> I went, I got, I got, I, right away I got them brand new books. I was like, here you go. Yep. Took those books back. I was looking at them. I was like, what is this? And the, and it was just from my fingers. Like I had to, I just washed them off. Sure. We were good to go. So yeah, anyways, that's right. the only downfall of the product. No. But other than that, it was fine. Um, yeah, and I self-published nice. it too, which is, uh, which has been an interesting thing. I, I searched all around yeah. Montana for a printer that could do it at the price that I wanted it at. And it didn't, that didn't work out, unfortunately. Yeah. So I had to go through some other routes and, and it's all printed in America, but, uh, yeah, it's but, hard, yeah, it it's hard to economically sure. to pull it off. I can imagine. Um, so without charging $200 for the book. Yeah. Right? You just can't do that to people. Right. And right. I wish I could even charge less to be honest with you, but that's just how it kind of, you know, worked out. No, I much. think people understand that this is a, you know, it's a, it's a work. This is yeah. really cool. Thank you. Do you have yeah. Do you have some facts that you that you want to find and read to the read to the listeners? Yeah, yeah, for let's, sure. Uh, we'll do a random one. Yeah, let's here. do some random. We're gonna do a this book. Good. Book dip here. Okay, yeah. here we go. Oh, that one's not the one. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm gonna get killed for this because uh -oh. I can never uh, pronounce the town right. So people that are from Broadus, if it's Brodus or Broadus. I'm gonna go with Broadus okay, for now. Yeah, people, if we have listeners from Broadus, we apologize if we just pronounce your name wrong. Uh, so Broadus Montana streets are wide enough for a horse-drawn carriage to turn around, so you can kind of well, see how big the street is, and that's where the visuals come in. Yeah, you know, that's which perfect. Is helpful. Um, wide enough for a horse-drawn carriage to turn around. Yeah. Just vi picturing that visual, yeah, that is humongous. It's their big streets. Oh, <laughs> here's one more. Um, 
Every year, about 35,000 tourists visit the Berkeley Pit. And then uh, I have a little bird that says, the pit water has the same acidity as cola. It's <laughs> Is that true? It's true, yeah. Holy cow. But I had no idea that 35,000 folks uh, visited the Berkeley Pit. That's a lot of people. And uh, I'll do one more. Is this is actually a tourist attraction then, the Berkeley Pit? For sure. Like, uh, what do they call that? It's like dark tourism, something like that, where oh. people like to check out stuff like, like that. Like you know what I mean? Like things that this could be, you know, contaminating the water supply, but I'm going to go look at it. Yeah. Yeah. It's heavy, man. Like, yeah. um, go visit Yucca Mountain or, you know, mm-hmm. see a sinkhole. Anyway, it's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Quick. No. Facts. No. <laughs> it, it, anyway, it's a great. It's a great city. Yeah. Uh, right. Butte is great. Butte, America. Um, oh, I got one here. Uh, Montana's first public school teacher, Sarah Raymond, paid six dollars in gold dust for her teacher's certificate. Gold dust, folks. Yeah, and that was actually written in her uh, her autobiography. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Uh, is that because there was cash wasn't around that was just like she, she traded gold dust for a certificate i think so or was yeah. this some sort of bribe like hey i got some gold dust yeah I'm and i'm a teacher now right yeah and i'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> we could do that's, one that's really interesting this is one that uh somebody said was their favorite fact this morning uh, and i don't want to give too many away right folks. right uh, three is the max here then you gotta yeah. buy the book to find the rest so lucille ball would sometimes claim she was born in butte montana where her grandparents lived. She was actually born in Jamestown, New York. You know where Jamestown is? Yeah, no. Jamestown. That's a little bit far from Rochester, but yeah. Jamestown's another blue collar, you know, yeah. old kind of rust belt. Not rust belt, but just like, I feel like rust. The color rust reminds me of Jamestown. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, That's wild. Yeah. You know, I have to say, when we were, so we talked a little bit earlier about where we were both from, and it blows my mind uh, just living, living in Missoula. How much how much older Rochester is, and how much older those towns are. And I and I know Europe is way older, but I'm just talking about the U.S. Yeah. And yeah, like yeah, a lot of living there. has occurred. And I, I'm not talking about. I'm just talking about people that came here on boats. You know, I'm not talking about the native population sure. right now. It's 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 mind blowing to me. Just yeah, you know, a the lot history of is different in Rochester. Um, it's funny. I was just back there a couple of weeks ago, and there's uh, Mount Hope Cemetery is a famous cemetery there, and two people buried there that folks might know: Susan B. Anthony, okay, and oh. Frederick Douglass. Both had real heavy roots in Rochester, and so it was this you know the civil rights sort of epicenter for a long time. And in Montana, it's like Lewis and Clark came here in these years, and then after that was settled into what it is today there's just not necessarily that that deep uh, connection to some of those historical events no not at all so it makes things it makes things kind of interesting and i think in some ways things are still playing out here big time like in the sense of i'm not saying they're finished on the east coast but like people are figuring it out like moving around trying to you know and some Mm -hmm. of our towns are dying and some of them are growing and right um and there's a lot of space, you know, and it's there's it's a lot of space. And it seems like space in places like Florida as hurricanes rapidly approach might be declining. Oh wow. Yeah. I mean that's yeah, no, maybe that down the road, no, but no, that makes sense. Yep. 
who was it andrew yang in the last debate was saying seek higher ground oh, man. i mean it's yeah so that montana is higher ground but you're right it's playing out it's interesting It'll yeah be interesting to see it's where. yeah it's the weirdness of life playing out in the west indeed yeah yeah it's well that was a great great reading of some facts yeah thanks for asking about so that it. was i'm still uh when folks ask about the book and i understand that we're, we're sitting down and talking but i uh I got to learn how to, uh, I'm still getting comfortable with it, you know? I mean, I think opening it up and just reading some facts gets people immediately. This is what the book's about. This is great. This is, yeah. these are things I did not know. This is, yeah. and, and I think these, you know, would you call it like, what, where would somebody put this book or where would they, what, how would you want someone to read this book? Ideally, is this like, all right, I'm going to read a couple facts a night before bed is this something that oh, offices can right. have is this what is what is your ideal yeah uh, reading look like yeah i my hope for folks is is that they can read it i mean it's it's that they can probably read it in one sitting and then maybe go back to it if they want to and i i hope that it kind of inspires them too to check out some of these places i put in there too like there's some stuff that i have purposely seeked out right because of the book yeah now i kind of want to go yeah to rotis and see okay yeah what are these roads all about <laughs> yeah what is How what is all is this, this road actually yeah. yeah um but yeah that's i mean however people process things is how they process things i mean it the, i will say this is like the book has has some intellectual there's there's some intellectual things and in there's some emotional things in it but overall i would say it's for everybody you know kids mm -hmm. adults what have you there's nothing in there that's that's gonna give people nightmares but you know you might have a couple laughs sure you might yeah like i i think a friend of mine said to me this morning like oh this is gonna be great for my coffee table I was like hey you can put it in your bathroom too Wherever i don't want. care right. like i'm not insulted if you decide yeah. that it's a good bathroom book yeah you can tell me that that's yeah. fine actually that's it's really concentrating so anyway right. i don't yeah <laughs> uh yeah the, the other the other trip to it too is I've been meeting with bigger or yeah, you know, it's such a funny way to say it, but like bigger Montana companies. When I say bigger, I just mean people, companies that are onboarding a lot of folks uh, that are using it as a gift to welcome people into their company. And yeah. that to me is like one of the biggest that just feels really good to me mm -hmm. to know about. It's to a know fun introduction to the state. Yeah. Like let's, you know, Montana. I think people have an idea about Montana, uh, you know, big sky and like, I think there's some mystery here. Maybe there's some negative things that people think of too. Um, but there's a lot, there's a lot here. Yeah, definitely. You know, a lot more than people might think. And yeah. And I think books like this help with that as well. So you've reached this enormous milestone. You've published this book, mm -hmm. um, your first book. Right. which is you know just amazing exciting you're going on this book tour which is amazing and exciting is there some sense of you that is sad that the book is out and you this project that i'm sure you've you know pined over and blood sweat and tears <laughs> that it's like here it is and now you don't have to you know what do you do with your time now that the book is yeah, published right. <laughs> yeah or that's not a problem it, yeah it's not i'm always <laughs> i'm always doing something um yeah, yeah i did actually um, so some of the discussions I had today, uh, meeting with folks that were interested in the book, uh, 
I had a little bit of sadness around that I wasn't going to have that discussion again. I wasn't going to mm-hmm. have that. Like I've, I've been interfacing with people today, especially it's so interesting that we're bringing it up uh, where I'm, I have a different way. Like I may have known, okay. Like the person, one person I met today, I knew them as a friend and s- sort of a mentor in some ways. And also I've worked for them. But this book, which I brought to them, brought up these other parts of this person who, who's a writer, who has written things in the past, and I learned new things about that person. And they gave me just, just jewels of information, not just, not just about life, but about, like, we were talking about marketing a little bit, which I'll be the first one to admit that that's never been... Uh, you know, where I focused my energy. I haven't focused that much energy into marketing, but he was like, man, let me explain it to you. Like, in like this, you know, his perspective on it. And I was like, yeah, okay. I see, I see where you're coming from. And this is a part of that person that I, I would have never known. Without, you know, the book sort of facilitating that conversation. Yeah. 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 And it was a good conversation. Cool. Um, and I think, I feel like in some ways I'm still like, trying to understand everything we talked about. And I feel like, so there is sadness that that conversation is never going to happen again because this is so fresh and new. And I think it's the newness of it that I'm going to miss. Mm-hmm. And and I am looking forward, though, to, to just keep going and going and going. And I don't know, like, I think after this, too, uh, I could consider doing, like, a second, like, you know, a uh, second version. Or I could do Idaho. Or I could do North Dakota. Right. I could do Wyoming. You know, like totally. I could, if I wanted to. I mean, you know, we'll see what see how things go here. I think. Yeah. Uh, but I'm starting. I'm starting. You know, ground zero is in Missoula, and you know how our community is. Like they get behind uh, people. Incredibly supportive doing, of entrepreneurs. Oh yeah. And, yeah. New Pub- things. Public business. You know, public business. Uh, local business. And yeah. So. Yeah, it's big time. Good. That's awesome. Um, Yeah. Well, that's really exciting. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, We've been talking now for, boy, I feel like 30 minutes. It feels like we could talk a lot longer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I didn't even get to ask you much about you, Kyle. No, this is great. I think think for folks that want to find out more about you, Josh, where can they go? Oh, uh, go to quickjosh.com, Q-U-I-C-K-J-O-S-H.com. My last name's Quick. Josh Quick. Josh Quick. So it's that simple. And the book, they can find info on it there as well. Or yep, the absolutely. Or Montana Quickback, searching for it. That'll get them there also. Absolutely. There's a there's a link on my website for them to just go right to purchasing the book. Cool. And uh, and then, again, they're going to be available, Fact and Fiction, Noteworthy, and Clyde Coffee. And there's a book festival coming up at the Marriott Hotel over here. Uh, mid-September I'll be there with friends so and there's some great authors there too so super cool it'll be good and if you're in Montana and the book tour is heading out any idea what t- the time frame is like when you set set sail for the book tour oh it's gonna be in October October yeah so be on the lookout for some dates yeah Josh I'll be, be there hitting the I-90 the High Line the what else is out there 200 200 right yeah yeah all of it that's the those are the east to west ones that covers a lot of it I guess <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. It's a big state, but really, you can get most places in a couple turns. Yeah. 
It's yeah. kind of neat that way. Kind of want to go to Coal Strip. Coal Strips, yeah. That's Never been there. That's a right and then another right. Is that is that how it is in your head? Oh, yeah, of course. You're I-90. Yeah. Take a right, and then you take a right and head south toward Coal Strip. Bang. There it is, Montana. Yeah. So many fun things to know about Montana. Yeah. Sure. Josh, this has been really great. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks, Kyle. And uh, everyone check out Montana Quick Facts.